Koke, a podcast for all generations. Koke is a Punjabi word and it means to be open. It means to be openly. And here at Koke, we like to encourage all of our listeners to listen Koke, speak Koke, and think Koke. This is Harpo. I'm Simran. And I'm Nimrit. This is season two, episode six, and this episode is titled 21 Questions. Ooh, everybody, <laughs> come on, say it with me. Ooh. <laughs> so the reason we've titled this episode 21 Questions is we're going to do something a little bit different, um, a little bit, you know, like very authentic and a kind of, this, this episode is going to be very much on the fly. Yeah. So we were kind of stumped about what to talk about for this episode, so we had a crazy suggestion that... For the first time, we're just going to ask each other questions live during this podcast episode, and we are going to promise authenticity, we're going to promise honesty, and we're going to promise that you will all leave this episode knowing a lot more about your Koke hosts, because that is some feedback that we have gotten, and we have listened to you all that you would all love to know more about us. So here we are, opening up our souls, opening up our books. And here we are, 21 questions. Let's get right into it. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I don't have any questions. Not me. <laughs> I don't, you have questions written. Okay, I've questions. got a question to it. both of you. <laughs> this is the question. What are your deepest, darkest desires? <laughs> like, That's such a mom question. A, That's such a you question. Shut up. In a kinky way or non-kinky way? You pick. <laughs> yeah. Mom's like I, I hadn't thought that far. <laughs> I, did, I really didn't go that far. Seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the non kinky way. Um deepest darkest desires. What do I desire? Um I very much desire love and partnership in life. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I would love to be in a relationship. Um I would love to be yeah. Also, desire, like, in this kind of similar thing, like, I desire a lot of, um, what's the word? Like, I want to live with just me and my partner when I'm older. Like, I don't want to live in a really large family. I want it to just be me and him in a beautiful apartment overlooking the skyline, just the two of us, Carrie Bradshaw and Big living in a beautiful apartment, and then they turn 50, and then they think, oh, shit, we should have had kids. That's, that's my desire. That's pretty cool. Yep. I understand that. What about you? I don't know. Like happiness and <laughs> <laughs> I guess love too. Like I don't know. That's not deep or dark. Though. I don't think about these things. That's why I don't have okay, questions. So take a moment I don't just think, think about ahead. stuff. I have no idea. I really don't think about stuff, which is probably why that's my problem because I don't think about stuff, and then I'm like, well, I have no well, idea. Think about it now. Like, <gasps> yeah, I'm just. Saying. I have. I have one. What? My deepest, desi- darkest desire mm-hmm. is I want to be famous. You want to be famous? I can see that. You can see that, right? Yeah, I sure. want to be famous. I want to be like how famous? A like name. like ten million fame? Like you know, followers famous or like rolling your eyes as if like that's not exactly the number that was right in your head. Not exactly what I want. I'm a little <laughs> bit like I don't I don't ever admit it, but like I'm a, like slightly narcissistic in the sense that like yeah, I want to be famous. I want to be. I would either be in Bollywood or I want to be in just like famous, not in Hollywood, not like actor style, but just like famous for being horrible. Like I want to be the Oprah of Surrey. I'm saying that right here, right now. Dude, that was going to be my line. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I want to be the brown Oprah too. 
You could be the brown Oprah. I'll be the Oprah of Surrey. There's so many Oprahs. There's, we around. live in Vancouver. I'm already halfway there. Oprah of Vancouver. I'll go backwards with Oprah. She could be Oprah of Vancouver. You could be Oprah of Surrey. We could create a club. I'll take yeah. the minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so turning it so back on, on YouTube. Him. I don't. I don't know. I don't have any deepest darkest desires. Okay, okay just skip. Name a I'm desire. Just yours. skip. It's fine. Okay, fine. My deepest darkest desire is to be like Harpo says, really, really famous. But I don't want to be famous where I have to dress up and go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to be famous, but behind the scenes, kind of wielding my magic. And the magic is going to be around helping people live their lives and be really, really joyous and, and happy. And and I want to do that and impact a lot of people. But I don't want to have to like go on a red carpet and do my hair every day. That's like, dark, but I don't make it. me do my nails. You really don't like that stuff. I don't I like it. that stuff, <laughs> but I want to be really, really. So is famous the right word? I want to be really, really known for something like you know those like really good. Well, it's like it's like having or, impact. It's yeah, like yeah, some kind of impact. Like an author of a book, but I don't even know what they look like. But they, it has impacted me so. Like you know deeply. their name, but you don't know their face. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes okay. like I can't remember Brown. their name. <laughs> okay, you just know the title of the book. Yes. Okay. I want to be Brene Brown level famous. Like, I want everyone to have me in their bookshelves and, like, to follow me on Instagram and shit. But, like, if you see me on the street, you're not like, oh, my God, it's Brene Brown, you know? Mm, I like that. Yeah, that's a good happy medium. I feel like it would get too stressful otherwise. Okay. I've got another one. What's something fun you want to do that feels a little bit risky but fun at the same time? I'm all out of risk, so I'm topped out for risk this year. Maybe next year. Um, but fun then? Fun? I don't know. Lots of things. I love traveling. I really want to travel more. But, like, on my own terms. And I think the risky part of it would be, like, not to plan every minuscule little detail of it. Because I yeah. am a hardcore planner. Like, if I don't know, like, <laughs> where I'm going to eat my breakfast, <laughs> like... No, I don't think that bad. Restaurants is like whatever, but at least I have to have like a list of options. I don't have to like have it. This is where I'm going, but you know, I need. I just has a sense of security, but like also. But know. give us some examples of travel. I don't know, literally anywhere. Okay, how about you, Harper? Fun. Risky. Um, the concept of fun is bizarre to me. Like I don't know how to have fun. What? I realized that like recently. I don't know how to have fun. I have fun like in you the have like fun the... all the time. Oh, but, like, I'm, I get it. I get it. Like, inside when you're, like, I'm so fucking happy, that's how much fun I'm having. Yeah. I get don't that. know how to do that. I get it. Don't, haven't had that. You know, I get that. Because recently, I've been, like, okay, let me, like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to feel better or whatever. Like, let me treat myself. Like, let me buy some chocolate. Let me do that. But, like, it's not helping. There's a different kind of fun. Mm. Like, you know? You go for a manicure, um, you feel good that second, and then afterwards it's gone. It's, like, there's a different kind of fun that, like, stays in your soul for a while. Yeah. That's a good oh. thing. Like, fun in the sense that, like... Like, you know, when you're like doing stuff that's like really unconventional or like it's like stuff that you've always wanted to do and you get like super overthinky about it and you get really in your head and you get like negative about it. And then you realize actually you're not even having fun anymore. So I want to start like being more carefree and just like like dabbling in this concept of fun and Mm -hmm. like allowing myself fully inside to have fun and be happy and present in that moment. Yeah. Um, I just want to do it without. What was the the second part of the question, Andy? Fun and maybe a little risky. 
a little risky. Having fun is risky when you're an overthinker and you're someone yeah, who's ridiculous. It's true. Everything. It's true. You guys are so funny because if I didn't have fun, I wouldn't be living. So I had fun yeah. just this weekend. I'm teaching inside a corporation. I'm teaching them coaching skills. And then at the break, we do Bollywood dancing, man. <laughs> and I, I've got them all lined up. We're doing shower, shower. All these people like directors and VPs <laughs> and we're doing shower shop and they're following me. Please it's tell so me somebody much recorded that. I need to see it. No. Yeah. Okay, so actually that that actually tells me what I'm gonna do. So for um my whole life I've always wanted to join dance and mm-hmm. I always resented my parents because I was like, You guys are putting me down, I hate you guys. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult and I can do that perfectly well on my own. So remember I said I want to be famous, I want to be yeah. Bollywood. I love Bollywood dancing and Sim has videos on her phone to prove oh, that I have actually loads. I have a whole dancer. archive Harpo's dancing yeah. in my house. So perhaps I will brave up the courage, brave up the courage to um, join Bollywood dancing next year, 2020 it's, in the new decade. It's really cool. You know, mom took a Bollywood dancing class. Yeah, it's so simple, girl. You put your money down and you just go and they teach you the steps. It's you really go simple. together. I'll join you. With yeah. I, yeah, you go. You guys go. I, I, I can't like, do it I at my it. age. They make you like tweak your hips so much. I think <laughs> my, my back nearly went. Yeah. So I have a question. Yeah. Aren't you going to ask me about Fun and Risky? Okay. Oh, yeah. So what I want to do, I want to dress up and then I want to crash a wedding. I've done that. I've crashed oh. a wedding. And I want to get really drunk and be the auntie that auntie who's drunk, but it's like, like not really anyone I know. Oh God, no, 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 and I want to do like, like really wedding funny. crashers. Yeah, yeah. I crashed a wedding. Sex. I crashed, oh, okay. I crashed a wedding, but it wasn't like that intense. I feel like I wanted it to be, but I just got, like, you know, too shy and whatever. We were at, uh, it was me and my friend, like, a long time ago, and we were at another hall. Like, we were at one hall for, like, her, some, it, she brought me along because she was like, I don't want to go this alone. It was, like, some family of hers reception. And then we were leaving, and there was another hall in the same plaza, and, like, it looked like that party was just starting. We are like, should we just go? And then we were like, okay, we made a pact. We were like, we're going to go, and our, we're going to get it cake and we're gonna sit at a table and eat the cake we're gonna stay for that duration like that's how long we're gonna stay and then we did it and we just walked in nobody looked at anybody because wow. people don't know how many like there's you know, 500 people at these receptions they don't know anyone so we got cake and we sat you. down and we ate cake and then we left i used to be pretty wild okay i'm like tame now but i used to be pretty risky okay i'm gonna get a third question in then it's your turn what's something wild that you want to do or be didn't we just do that? No. I'm upping the ante, man. <laughs> okay. Going, crashing a wedding is not wild. Oh, I feel pretty Talk wild. Talk about wild. Um, I wrote that before 25, I want to write and publish a book. Ooh. Go That's for fucking it. wild to me. That's fucking wild. Yeah. You know what? As soon as you said that, it didn't seem wild to me for you to do that. It felt like very accomplishable. Yeah. yeah. Like 100%. Put me down. Yeah. I'm going to buy a copy. Yay! You know what I'm going to title it? What? Should I tell everybody here? Should I just keep that idea for myself? Somebody might steal it. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to myself. I yeah. think so. I don't know. Wild? Wild. Oh, whenever people talk about, like, like wild or bucket lists or risks and stuff, I, like, I always go to, like, okay, like, skydiving or whatever, but, like, I don't want to fall out of a plane. But you don't really don't want to do that. No. No. Okay. I really got to think about it. I think what's wild for me, out of my comfort zone, 100%, is going to a place like Machu Picchu are going Ooh. to, you know, a place where I have to camp yeah. or walk a lot or be in nature. I love nature, but... Where it kind of, like, pushes like, you, like, physically Yeah, I don't like mosquitoes, like... And, I, and I like to be safe at night. And Yeah, I don't like camping. Yeah. But I want to do it. I want to I be out there and, oh, my God, this is the thing. 
I want to walk that Pacific Trail thing. There's that movie that woman did it by herself. What would be wild would be doing it by myself, and I'm never going to do this, but that would be wild. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to do it, but it's wild. It's wild. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, you guys, your turn. I have three questions, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the first one is, because, okay, so I've been thinking about this one a lot. What are some really unsafe things that you've done in your life where, like, you ended up okay, but it was actually quite Mm. unsafe, and you look back at it, and you're like, I cannot believe that I actually was doing that, or I was in that situation. Yeah. I can probably think of a few. Go on, then, Sim. From, like, high school. I'm not going to say the really bad ones, but, like, (laughs) the gist of it all is just, like, alcohol and partying and just, like, being completely... Like, I don't know. It's just, like, you you think, like, I always think, like, oh, yeah, I'm a safe person. Like, I know whatever. But there was this, like, phase in high school where I was just, like, I just need to, like, let this energy out of me or, like, something. I just need to, like, not feel so confined in my head. So I would just, like, go to a lot of parties and stuff like that. Okay, but be specific. Like, I want to know in one story. Like, um, I'm, I'm done with the generals. We trying to get specific like, out I here. I don't like specifics. <laughs> you don't want to share that one? Do I know it? No, there's a lot. There's oh a my god, that's so it was like X amount of years ago. Just tell it. Who cares? Well, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't remember anything like really specifically. There's just like. Okay, so one time, me and my friends went to Mexico, and we went to a different city to just go party for the fun of it, and um, we met a bunch of these people, <laughs> boys. And, um, <laughs> We got too smashed, and we were supposed to go home, and, like, our flight was in a few hours in the morning time, but instead, we were like, yeah, sneak us into your hotel. So, we snuck into their hotel, and it was, we were with four girls with a bunch of these guys, and, like, we just were, it was a very, very unsafe environment, um, looking back at it now, because we barely knew them. Yeah. We didn't know them. We just met them hours before. We were in their, in Mexico. their hotel with them. Jeez, um, that is. And uh, if this was my friend or my daughter, maybe not my friend. If it was my friend, I'd be like, yeah, ho, get it up. <laughs> but if it was my daughter, I would be like, what are you thinking? Why would you put yourself in that situation? Yeah. Um, but I'm here and alive, so it turned out well. Yeah. I've got a very similar story um, where me and my friends were in Cyprus. And we went to dance. And I didn't realize this, but apparently... I was dancing and this guy thought I wanted him to dance with me. Oh my god, I remember so this. So he got up to dance and but and that in the meantime I'd already turned away. Like, you know, I thought I was just doing my thing. Yeah. And he fell really badly. He fell? Really badly. How and did he fall? I don't know. I didn't see any of this. But anyway, so at the end of it, I don't what think happened that was, was your fault. Like he must have fallen on himself. But at the end of it, there was these guys who and again it was like so innocent because we were just leaving and we were like, hey, 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 we're drunk. Hi. But they thought it meant, you know, you want us to come, go, with, you. come <gasps> with you. So we were in this little, dinky little mini that was red that I was driving. Oh, yeah. And I was driving, and they were on, the, with a, on in a car next to us, following us. And I was doing really Wait, weird Wait, why were you driving like, drunk? I wasn't that buzzed. Um, you know, just one drink. Isn't it? Yeah, my mom's and so I should, I, So I would speed up, and they'd speed up, and then I'd slow really down. Like I was maybe a little bit too buzzed. And then I just swooped into the car park, 
we all ran out laughing maniacally like you know we were just yeah. laughing and we ran upstairs and they didn't follow us <laughs> but they tried they tried to get snuck up but they didn't being followed is crazy. like i'm yeah and like a similar like i would i guess the same things have happened to me like hanging out with boys i don't know and mm. like not thinking that like because i don't know you go through this like invincible phase i used to walk I, this is how i used to think about it and at the time i would recognize it in terms of yeah. If I walk from the bus stop on the main street, like, to my house, which is, like, a few blocks away, it's dark at night, but I felt fine. Like, I was like, I own these streets. Like, this is where I live. Do you know what I mean? But then, like, a few years later, I'm doing the same walk, and I'm, like, terrified. It's not even that dark. Like, not, not that late. It's, like, 10 p.m. or something, and I'm so scared. I don't know what that invincible thing just, like, flew out the window. And walking is the only way that I could think about it but i'm like there were definitely other situations where i'm like maybe don't do those things mm. bit silly that's fine you live yeah i think we don't take a lot of risks i'm actually quite glad about that that doesn't seem well, like very i would rather take like risks like bungee jumping or skydiving than doing the dumb shit that i did when i was in high school yeah but the reason that i like asked this question was because um my friend and i went to toronto um a few weeks ago and when we were there, like, we we weren't doing anything harmful or, like, risky, per se. Like, we, we, we were in downtown, but we went out to Mississauga to go to the um, the outlets. And it, you had to go on, like, this, like, bus, right? And it was, like, a, it was called a go bus, so it drops you off, but it's, like, longer destinations. And so it drops you off in, like, this random bus stop. And there's no indication that it's a bus stop. It drops you off. It's in, like, a random field. Um, on the side of a highway and then you have to get like an uber to get to the outlet and then when you go back it's the exact same thing and on the way back like while we were waiting for the bus to come it was like super dark and it was like 6 p.m at night not late per se at all but very dark on the side of the highway and it was just the two of us it was just me and her on the side of this random highway and god knows like where we were really and I, I looked at her and I said, you know, we're not doing anything bad right now, but can you imagine if our parents saw us like as like a, like, you know, like a, a like a no context, like just that image. Doing? Yeah. Hmm? Like with no context, just that image of you two with standing no on a highway. Just an image of us on the side of the highway. They'd be like, go fuck are you doing? Like, that is so unsafe. Like I built you from scratch and you're doing <laughs> yourself in this precarious situation. And I said to her and I said, and in that moment, we started listing every unsafe thing that we've done while our parents were safely tucked at home, thinking yeah. that their kids were safe and being responsible. But really, we weren't. We were doing real dumb shit. I get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's partly, like, a rite of passage. Like, that's how you learn what's dumb shit and what's not dumb shit. But then also partly, like, tone it down a little, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think we're, we're just, we, we do it, right? Like, we were safe. Like, we will be followed. Got into, like, random people's cars and shit. But you're still out here, you know? <laughs> I think that's unsafe if you get into a car and don't know if the person's had a drink or not. It was a it was a whole party bus. Okay, it wasn't oh, even a car. Okay. It was a whole ass party bus. Okay, so moving on. Um, <clears throat> what was your first kiss like, and how old were you? Oh my god! I can't oh my remember. god! I was so old. I can't even remember. I was twenty, three and a bit. I don't know if you want to know this. No, no, tell me. I'm like it freaking was, out because I can't remember. Oh, that's really cute. Oh, and I remember... 23, okay. I was, like, so old. Mom, that's kind of cute. I don't even know how to kiss. Aww. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I should have practiced. And it was very sweet. 
That's nice. It was like, I still remember was it. Was it like post engagement, pre engagement? Oh, totally post engagement. Yeah, okay. What was I thinking? Oh. <laughs> what was I thinking? You only had three dates. Pre engagement, anyway. we did hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> pre engagement, you held hands on your three yeah. dates? Or yes. date two. two? When did you hold hands? Date two? Second date. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Second time you met each other, you held hands. I know. Brothers. That was so fast. Sorry. Yeah, that, that, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, the third date we got engagement. Third date you got engaged, and then and then how how far after Six that? Six months. Oh, did you kiss? Oh, not that far. <laughs> You're like, well, oh, there's a ring on it, so let's just get it over with. Did I get the shit put a ring on it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I literally am freaking out because I can't remember mine. You can't remember? Really? No, I'm trying to think like strategically, like in time. I don't think it was that. I think for a while it was like such a big deal, but then also like it wasn't. And then I think it ended up being very anticlimactic. Uh, I can't remember who was first. Good for you. God, there wasn't that many. I just can't remember who was first. <laughs> it was those wild years in high school, okay? It's all a bit of a blur. How about you, Harpo? So my first kiss was, like, I was the last one out of all my friends. Like, that's not hard to believe at all, though, if you know me at a personal level. Um, and I was 19 years old. It was at university. It was with this guy that was super cute. Um, it, we were like, yeah, it was like a good time. Like it was like I feel like there was like a lot of lead up leading up to it. Um, but once it happened, I was like, oh, like I'm content. Like that was, I'm content. But then also at the same time, I was like, oh yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> you guys are so. Funny. Oh, I remember mine. Oh, I was so bad. Was it? It was stupid and so bad. How old were you? I think I was like either in grade ten or grade eleven, or I think it was grade ten. And it was, like, some guy that I met at a party. And it was so stupid. Mm. It was so stupid. I was wasty pants. It was so stupid. Aww. And very anticlimactic. And actually really bad. And then, mm. what's, like, the first good one? Let me try and remember. Maybe my first boyfriend in grade 12. Mm. First, like, good one? Yeah. Yeah. Everything in between them was just kind of, like, I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like same thing for me, like between 19 and what I turned 23 this year, my yeah. actual first good one. And like, I feel like consensual, fully like adult one. Yeah. The good one wasn't until this year. That's nice. Mm. Yeah. In between then was all just gone the garbage, you know. Mm. <laughs> I wish I had a nice story of my first one. That's all right. Whatever. It's all right. It, it happens. is what it is. So my last question before it's Tim's turn, and she has to on the spot come up with three questions because I know she hasn't come up with any. Thank you. Uh, during this time, um, is what or who do you love the most in this world? I love the way Sim is looking at me with her puppy <laughs> eyes. Um, so this is that's a hard question because I mine's tied. Like I can't pick between. Oh, I've got an answer. So oh, I don't. I didn't think that I could ever love anyone else or anything else in the world until I had Simran and then my heart expanded I mean to have a child is the most joyful experience in the world like my heart literally expanded until it felt as big as the world and I was so desperately in love with her like so in love with her like oh my god and I'm it's never gone like it's still there and then I had my my second daughter and I remember thinking hmm what is this going to be like because you know I've already got this heart full of love for Simran and guess what happens when you have the second child magically your heart expands and you love two people so much <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's no one 
<laughs> Seriously. So I can't pick between you That's two. That's what I'm saying. You can't. But it's like a... It's... Uh, but because I've had the experience of the heart expanding, you see. And, mm-hmm. you know, like... It just takes over every concept or anything you've ever known before. Like before that, I only thought I would love one person. Now I know I can love two. And so I think your answer is your children. Like yeah. the one thing is your children. Yeah. And I think when I have grandchildren, I'm going to love them so much. All right. Sorry. I think mine is, uh, well, I don't have like one title for you and Shub, so it's hard. But then also I'm like, what about Nana and Nani? So I think my family is my thing. And Aww. friends are included in family. It's chosen family. I think there's mm-hmm. quite a, like a, well, it's not a huge circle, but it's a nice one. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Not obvious oh, about really? it. You get to say. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm not your favorite. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. This is a recording. Shouldn't <laughs> we will hear it? <laughs> <laughs> but you're the first one I knew. So, yeah, that's pretty special. How about you, Hako? Um, mine, very easily, is my brother. I love him the most. Yeah. Uh, he, there's no one else that compares and nothing else that, like, stands in the way. It's just him. And I say that because it's, like, I don't want to say unconditional love because I'm not one of those people that would, like, just let his mistakes go by without, like, telling him that he was wrong. Um, but I think he, like... I, I'm very open in saying that I could probably do without like like anybody else in my life, parents included. But if it was just Keith who wasn't in my life anymore, I don't know what I would do. Like it would be like a part of me would get lost, and I feel like I would be very deep, dark, and spirally without him. Mm-hmm. Everybody else I could probably do without, but totally without him, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's and that's like I didn't, I didn't. The reason I asked this question is because I didn't know this like up until a year ago. Um, and then it was that feeling of like, I wouldn't be okay if he wasn't there, but I would be okay if nobody else was there. Mm-hmm. That's when I realized that he is the one thing and one person that I love the most. And I so can't believe it because I hated him as a kid. I was like, fuck this kid, man. Go back to where you came from. <laughs> you know what's so true? Me and Shub used to fight all the time. Like, she actually used to beat me up. I can't. Like, she like, she I don't know. used to beat me up. But You're softy. Yeah. But that's so, like, I get what you mean. Like, it's so true. Like, our relationship yeah. has, like, completely 180 Yeah. Okay, same with you, Rob. I don't know. The first thing that came to my head was, like, what's your biggest fear? But then I don't want to get dark and twisty. No, let's do it. Dark and twisty. Oh, I could be, like, a scare, like, a funny fear. <laughs> okay, okay, let's do it. What's your, what's your worst fear? Climate change. Honest to God, I'm not even oh, kidding. Same. Recently, Recently, I just can't get it out of my head. Even yeah. yesterday, we were having talk the conversation where we're like, okay, how can we reduce our plastic consumption? What can we do? Like, we're really hardcore trying to, like, put some things in place. Yeah, one of my goals for 2020 is to start buying local because um, I watched uh, Hassan Minhaj's yeah, episode. Yeah, I swear to God, every, every week I feel like I learn so much and I'm just like, oh my God, my life needs to change. This isn't okay. Yeah, and so I've become, like, a little obsessive but you know what? This 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 isn't new. This fear isn't new. I watched The Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore in like grade six, mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep for weeks because I was so terrified of like uh, earthquakes and tsunamis. I was just super super terrified, like unrationally, 
like just anxiety all the time after I watched it. Um, so yeah, that that's like a fear I have is like climate change is like a real fear. There's like you know it's like, called climate anxiety. It's like a whole thing yeah. now. Wow. Yeah, there's a thing called eco psychology now. Eco-anxiety, yeah, so the, so eco-psychology is where psychologists, as they work with people who have this anxiety, are are actually working with them because it's their relationship with nature mm-hmm. that they're anxious about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think before I used to think, I, I you know you know what it is, but it didn't feel very like tangible or that it would directly affect your life. I always used to kind of think, well, I'll be dead by then. But like mm-hmm. more and more, you're learning. Maybe not because it might just happen anytime. And like it's and just like, this never really... ending because you don't know. Like, is it just going to be a really slow, gradual process? You're not going to notice how bad it is until one day you wake up and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't breathe." Or you know, is it just going to be this like giant? Also, I'm afraid of like this big earthquake that's supposed to hit Vancouver. I'm just going to say we're in Vancouver, so it makes it even more anxiety-inducing because we're what we've been like what fifty something years now. Yeah. More than. I'm scared. 500? I don't know. Long time. Okay, what are your fears? My deepest fear, weirdly is not enough, is not climate change. I think... Because I can tell you the history of my fears. My biggest fear used to be nuclear war. Because mm-hmm. I grew up yeah. under that. And then my biggest fear became around my children when they were young like something bad would happen to them like they get kidnapped or something really horrible would happen to them then my biggest fear was that I would be a single mother <laughs> which actually happened <laughs> and then my biggest fear was I wouldn't you know be able to afford a lifestyle or you know look after my kids which I could so I think my biggest fear right now is that I'll get Alzheimer's or dementia and that I'll end up in a wheelchair for 10 plus years inside a long-term care home. Simmons looking at me and I'm going to make a living will that that won't happen. And I have a lot of work to do around um, what are the things I can put in place right now so that I can prevent that. Mm-hmm. And then if it, that does happen, what are my wishes? Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. I think that's a hard thing to think about and I think people sometimes don't want to think about it and like suddenly you're old and then it happens and you gotta yeah and it can and happen. it's hard for families to make decisions because sometimes there's a lot of family members and everybody has different opinions and just look mm-hmm. at us but like we've been wanting to talk about grief and we've been wanting to talk about death as a topic for like In so many morning. episodes and every yeah. time we are like oh no that's when is the right dark. time to talk about it you know is there yeah. ever yeah, yeah is there ever a right time to talk about death so yeah Okay, conversation. That's fine. But... Good question, Simran. Thanks, I just thought of it. Oh, how to know this? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have any more fears before I ask another one that I don't know right now, so I'm stalling. I think, actually, a fear of mine that's like, I don't really know how to put it into words, but I think that's what the constant pressure that I always feel is that, like, I'm not going to become something or I'm not going to do something or I'm not going to be okay or I'm not going to be like stable in my life in terms of like finances mm-hmm. and like whatever and be able to look after myself and whatever because I think I lived I have lived and do live in like a bit of a bubble around that and the desire to step into adulthood more fully whatever the fuck that is season one if you guys are loyal you'll know that <laughs> I'm literally pulling it up right now to plug that we should you should take this as a 
as a indication, they need to go listen to our Courage yeah. episode. Bull, bull, oh, what no. the fuck is adulting? We did that episode too. Oh, okay. You were thinking about that. <laughs> fuck, oh, geez, I thought, oh, look at us. We're just full of anyway content. What is one thing that you wish you were good at? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. I know the answer. I know the answer to this one. I wish. Okay, can it be more than one thing? I wish. Specifically, the question that said one thing, but okay. No, no. I wish <laughs> I was good at time management. Like, I'm always five minutes late to something. Because, like, ten minutes before I need, I, I need to leave, I'll start doing 500 other things. <laughs> so, I wish I was good at time management and focusing. <sighs> I wish I was good at organization. Like, I'll try my best, but my best effort at organization is so like not organized that it's embarrassing <laughs> someone's laughing because it's my very best effort you i'm know still what? laughing at the time management because when you're trying to leave the house you're already late it is two o'clock the time we're supposed to be somewhere that's half an hour later she's putting on her shoes and she's doing laundry at the same time that's what i do I do <laughs> shit like that okay organization i just really wish i was good at that and, and I wish I had discipline. I wish I had discipline <laughs> to get up like at 6 a.m. and no, exercise no. and do my journaling and meditation and start every day like a like You're on so fire. Cute. <laughs> That's me. Uh, I think I think I wish I was good at like not being so stubborn or like being a little bit more patient, specifically with you. Not mom. controlling. I don't think it's even controlling. I think I just like I don't know what it is about you sometimes. Like me and you just really clash. Like when it has yeah. to when it's anything to about doing a task, mm. I cannot be in the same room as you. Like it just yeah. doesn't happen. And yet we do it sometimes. <laughs> I think because we have different like mindsets about what's possible and what's not possible. <laughs> okay, so uh, patience and also like less stubbornness, but then also that's with other people. But then I think I'm also like impatient and stubborn with myself. That's one thing I wish I, I, I could do or I was. Girl, I wish, I wish with all my heart <laughs> that I could Oh my god. Sing. Is that a dragon tails thing? It is dragon tails. Dragon tails. That's not good. Dragon land. See, that's an example of me wishing that I knew how to sing. Okay. I really wish I knew how to sing. Honestly, I love music so much and I love to actually sing that there are certain songs that have been put on off limits by my friends and family when they come on that I'm not allowed to sing them. <laughs> and I think that's just so hateful and just I just don't need that kind of negative just energy in my life. Sing one of them. I want to I know which one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, they're laughing because there's a song that I've been singing all night and I do want you to sing it too. Okay, one, two, three. Poverty, jealousy. Negativity Turn So that was Harpo singing Seasons from the Black Panther. You know what's really funny? Because she sang, she sang that one line like four times before she started recording. And then she's like, guys, I have to play the song. We have to play it. I'll, I'll, I'll post a video of myself singing the song on our story. I love it. I love it. I think you should sing anyway. Fuck the haters. Fuck the haters, man. Do what you gotta Both do. Fuck the haters, honestly. All right. Last question. Oh, man. We really made it. Some of your questions are so good. Oh, you're doing so good. Your questions are the funniest. Yeah. Okay. Oh, One person in the world that you want to meet. 
One. Has to be just one. Oh. I know, because you two have all kinds of ideas. All kinds of shit going on. <laughs> I know. Should I say it? Yeah. Hey, the Dalai Lama. Haven't you met him oh. before? No, I, I I met him for a blessing, but I want to actually sit and listen to him and ask him questions and hear him and talk with him. Cool. I don't actually have an answer for this one, so... Make it up. Yeah, I'm going to think about it. Um, I'm trying to meet Reka. Ooh. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to meet Reka. She's gorge. But then, but then, you know, you meet someone that you really admire. And then and it, like, shatters everything. Like, total assholes, and then you're like, fuck, I gotta take a picture of no. you walking like, It wouldn't happen with the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Just saying. Yes, that's what she's talking about. <laughs> Hers. I don't know who I'd want to meet. Because, like, would you want to do it, like, okay, like, a celebrity or someone, like, famous like that? Or would you want to do it, like, somebody meaningful? Like, I don't know what's meaningful. Just pick one. Harry Potter. Doing this thing Harry where Potter. She- Harry the wizard? Actually, you know what? No, I would want to meet J.K. Rowling, and I want to know how her brain came up with a story like that. I want to know. Ooh, and I want to know how it happened, like, in the way that it happened, because she just wrote one book, right? And then she wrote the other ones. Like, how does she connect all the dots? Or any good writer, for that matter. Like, I want to know how you did that. I just I... have a lot of interesting questions. Could also meet Oprah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, do you just pick someone? Like, like yeah, how? I don't know. It's hard. Oprah. But then I feel like right? I would freeze and not know what to say. And just unfreeze yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get right on that. Right on that. So, you know, we didn't really pay attention to everybody. And the reason why we did this podcast is because we we listened, you know. You, you wanted to know more about us, so here it is. This is more about us. But now, we're going to hold you all accountable. We want to know what you want to hear in our podcast episodes. So... Go on Instagram, send us a DM, tell us what you would like for us to talk about. And to end that note, I want the three of us to perhaps just share, um, I want to know, what's what's your favorite word right now in the moment? You can go for it. What's your favorite word in the moment right per- now? This is how we're going to end it, it, it's, Mine is perhaps because of the way that you use it. <laughs> the way I use it? Yeah. Perhaps. I just like it. Like every time I listen to our, edit, our edits or whatever and I'm working on them, I just love, like, the moment when Harpo says perhaps and, like, how she phrases the whole thing. It's, like, such an eloquent word, and I just really like it. So, I'm going to say that. Oh, my God. I'm blushing. Stop it. (laughs) Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's integration. Because I feel Mm -hmm. that that's what I'm up to in my life. You know, there are a lot of different pieces of me, and I'm integrating them all together. Cute. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick just like look at my words real quick. <laughs> oh my god! Just so I, just one, just real quick. Hold on one second. My favorite word right now is a French word, and it's boulangerie. What does it mean? Try saying it. Boulangerie. Boulangerie. It's a butcher shop, isn't it? Nah, honey. It's a bakery. Why are you oh. all the way up there doing things? <laughs> like, one is started with the B. Perhaps. We can work towards integration when we meet one another to listen to this podcast at the Boulangerie. Bye-bye.